It is 25 minutes after the hour here on the Drunk Large Radio Show, and we've got a lot to talk about. Just to, by the way, to let you know we're not totally out of the loop, the, uh, and to show you how dumb the media and the Democrats are, they are now reporting that uh, former Trump campaign manager, uh, what's his name there? Paul Manafort. Paul Manafort, thank you. He's in the driver's seat. Uh, well, it would appear so, but not by the coverage that you're seeing, because they're saying that they are admitting now that uh, Manafort was, in fact, wiretapped and spied on, including, including, including unannounced visits to his home when he wasn't there. Yeah, before and after the campaign. Too, yeah, and they're all they're all breathless because the evidence from these wiretaps that were done before and after the campaign. Once again, President Donald Trump, correct. Trump Tower was wiretapped. Was wiretapped because yeah. Manafort lives in Trump Tower. But you didn't know that. Anyway, um, and apparently, so these conversations that they have now have them digging through his life more than a decade of financial records. Uh, and all. It, in other words, it's an investigation in search of a crime. But here's the thing. Um, what did the fbi used to get these warrants to wiretap and otherwise surveil there was complete surveillance on manafort while he was the campaign manager after he was the campaign manager where they admit that they were listening in on conversations the fbi um the fisa warrant uh, between him and donald trump a fisa and you know what they think they used to get the fisa warrant that discredited uh a so-called russian dossier on trump which, by the way, is starting to look like the FBI actually paid the guy to develop. So uh, Kimberly Strassel, is that her name? Yeah. Has She's got a great a column reporter. on it in the uh, Wall Street Journal. I'll try to get the link to Josh so he can link it to this. And CNN, of course, is breathlessly breaking the news about how much trouble Manafort is in because of all these wiretaps and everybody else around him is going, wait a minute. You're reporting that they were, in fact, wiretapped. Manafort has called for a Department of Justice investigation, and the president himself has said, basically, see, I told you so. We need to find out who did what and when. And I got to tell you something. I think Trump is actually getting close to pulling the plug on Mueller. Um, And there are real issues now over whether or not James Comey, um, uh, you know, who is now uh, documents have been released to show that he wrote a letter exonerating or his speech exonerating Hillary Clinton in May before the investigation even started. Well, we knew this. Uh, but now we have the facts uh, about it. And so, uh, folks, the, here's the bottom line. The Obama administration was using the uh, tools and force of government to obtain information on political opponents that were then being used um, against them and are being used now as a way of trying to destroy people's lives uh, in wake uh, as a way of trying to cover up what they did. And they thought that President Hillary Clinton wouldn't do anything about it once she was elected. And uh, what happened? The worst possible thing imaginable. It's not like Romney is president or McCain it's is president. Trump. It's Donald Trump. Yeah. You know, who, unbelievable. Who, by the way, in my never-to-be-humble opinion, as your ever-humble host, gave a stellar speech to the uh, United Nations yesterday. Now, I said to me, I said to myself, because I watched it 
live. I said, now that's an American president. It's kind of like a spaceship landed in the middle of the UN, you know, somewhere from outer space. I just, no I just wish that the cameras had panned on the audience so we could see their faces. Oh, God. <laughs> All right, so back here locally, I want to read the statement issued by the Democratic Party. And uh, in the 7 o'clock hour, we will get to our analysis of, uh, of the mayor's race a little more in-depth, but also the races around the city for aldermen. Because uh, there are a number of interesting developments, and I'll be honest with you, I predicted almost every single one of them. The one thing that I really got, was surprised by, um, I really thought that our, our good friend Eddie in Manchester, who likes to call in from time to time, I thought he'd be one of the two finalists for Alderman, and in, he pulled up third. And so he's not a finalist for Alderman. Um, John Cataldo came out of nowhere, newcomer, uh, to grab second spot. and he, he was related to Sam? I don't think so. Okay, uh, the former state senator uh, and executive counselor out in yeah Rochester area, and um, but and, and and really only it was about fifty votes behind Betsy DeVries, who's a former alderman in that ward and a former state senator. And if you take the uh, Sapienza vote and the Cataldo vote, I'm thinking it's looking like you're going to see a new alderman in Ward Eight. And it won't be Betsy DeVries. We're not gonna we're not gonna have in the breeze part de. Uh, so hats off to John Cataldo. So, but here's what the Ed, you're gonna love this. So here's the statement that the Democrats put out last night. Breaking: Joyce Craig becomes first woman in history to win a Manchester mayoral primary. Now, when this all this woman talk was happening two years ago, I, I, your ever humble host, reminded people of the primary between then Alderman Leona Dykstra of Ward Six. We used to call her Boom Boom, Leona Boom Boom Dykstra, hair uh, hairdresser extraordinaire. Leona was great, loved Leona. Uh, she, you know, she almost took Emil Bolio out when he was running for re-election as mayor in a Democratic primary. She missed by fifty votes, and frankly, you know, they rigged the machines. C. Arthur Susi, who in his passing has been hailed as a, you know, a great citizen of Manchester. And to be sure, C. Arthur had his good points, but frankly, he wasn't above stealing an election. And I'm not saying that out of turn because he stole one for his daughter, da- uh, daughter Donna um, against Leona for Alderman in Ward 6. Uh, he got caught back in the days of the old voting machines with a, with a, a voter, ro- a, a, a tape from a prior election. And it went to the ballot law commission, and the ballot law commission banned him from ever working on an election. But they they stopped short of ordering a new election. They admitted that he yeah, rigged the well, election. That's, that's the ballot law commission. That's what they. But do. they wouldn't order a new election. So that's why we have them. You know, the Democrats in the city have not been. Uh, you know, have been known. To, and Leona was certainly a maverick. Um, but you know, the idea that you know Joyce Craig is somehow a first in Queen City politics. Well, for those whose memories don't span back more than ten years. Yeah, she probably is. But for those of us who remember, you know, women like Leona Dykstra, we know better. Anyway, tonight, Joyce Craig won the nonpartisan Manchester mayoral primary, becoming the first woman to do so in the history of the city, which was founded in 1751. Uh, No, Manchester was founded as a city in 1846. If you want to go all the way back to... Derryfield and Harrystown and Tingstown and all the other places it was called for before it was Manchester. Maybe you're right, but Manchester has not been around since 1751, 1846. That's when we became a city. Thank you very much. 
So there would be no mayor ever to have been uh, elected before 1846. But, hey, it's a Democratic press release. Do the facts matter? Craig won by a margin of 58 to 4, uh, 5,800. Four, uh, to 4987-5346, besting the incumbent Republican Mayor Ted Gatzis in Manchester's primary format, the top two primary vote-getters, regardless of party advance to the general election. Since Manchester switched to a nonpartisan primary in 1997, no incumbent mayor has ever finished second play, in second place. True, but no incumbent mayor has ever had a direct challenge um, by just one legitimate opponent. So that's why, you know, my sources who tell me that Joshua Dallaire is a buddy of Ray Buckley's put himself on the ballot to ensure there would be a primary so that this would be the outcome. The Democrats aren't stupid. They know what the turnout in the city is. They know that Democrats have always had the edge in primaries, whether it's a partisan primary or a nonpartisan primary, because they simply have more um activist diehard crawl over glass democrats in the city than they have republicans it's always been the way it is so give them give them credit for the strategy gats has lost his home ward by 16 points and lost 10 of manchester's 12 wards true but not unexpected given what you know about the turnout in those wards before tonight gats had never lost a mayoral primary since he first ran in 2009 true but i got news for you he finished second in the primary. He didn't lose. If he lost, it would be Joyce Craig versus Glenn R.J. Willett or whoever else was on the ballot. But I'll, I'll, I'll give him that. Okay? I'll give him that. Gatsis had also never been outraised in a primary or general election, but in 2017 primary, Craig raised 308,000 to Gatsis's 271. Craig finished first among Democrats and second overall in a contested primary field. She fell short in the Manchester mayoral election by just 64 votes. Okay. <laughs> now, I think the Democrats are crazy to be um, pumping this up as much as they are. I understand what they're doing. They're trying to inject a little adrenaline. But, you know, for all their efforts to nationalize this race and bring in national issues from Paris uh, and gl- global warming to you know sanctuary cities and immigration and everything else eric garcetti uh mayor eric garcetti of los angeles martin o'malley uh who by the way i I caught some news story i I didn't read it but apparently he's he's raring to make another appearance for joyce craig I, i know what they're trying to do but at the end of the day the numbers are the numbers and so here's what chairman buckley said boss buckley tonight's victory is a loud rejection of ted gatz's (laughs) who did 3.3.5 points better this year than he did two years ago and whose opposition did 3.5 points worse. Okay. Whose mismanagement has left the city worse than when he took office. Instead of focusing on solving Manchester's most pressing issues, Gatsis has been distracted by problems of his own creation. The people who know Gatsis best rejected him and his home ward by a double-digit margin. Voters sent a clear message that they want a fresh approach to politics. What exactly, please explain, is the fresh approach to politics that Joyce Craig represents? Uh, I didn't realize that vilify, excoriate, scorched earth tactics that she's using against Ted Gatzis, which apparently have failed to motivate a sufficient number of people to even hold on to the paltry turnout that they had in 2015. Uh, while offering no solutions other than, oh, 
I'm hoping change. What what is the fresh tactic here? Maybe spend and tax rather than tax and spend. <laughs> spend borrow and tax because yeah. you know you can increase debt service without having to uh, use. Thank uh, goodness uh, for that. It doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't apply to the city's uh, tax cap. Anyway, Joyce Craig has the energy and vision to make uh, take take on the city's challenges and her historic victory tonight. Puts us one step closer to that change. If tonight is any indication of things to come in 2018, Governor Sununu and Republicans across the state should be very worried. I think Governor Sununu and Republicans across the state are now laughing their collective butts off. Um, because the, uh, uh, and I'll tell you what this is. This is another attempt to inject a national invective into the Manchester campaign by the Democrats who desperately are looking for some sort of win against uh, that they can use against Donald Trump. I'm, I'm surprised Trump wasn't even mentioned. Uh, I know. I know. There's a golden opportunity. For I know. Right well, you know what's going to happen. Best. You know what's going to happen to Trump, right? Judge uh, Judge uh, Roy Moore is going to win in Alabama, and uh, that 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 Luther Strange guy that he decided I you know well that's a whole other story. But so there it is, folks. The Democrats crowing about Craig's crushing. I need another c word, but you know I can't think of one. Crushing performance or whatever it is. I, I hey listen. Crushing conclusion. Oh, crowing about. Craig's crushing conclusion in yesterday's primary election. I'll tell you, it's the stuff that warms the heart and makes you smile. This is Gerard at Large.